Hey there, you're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Sienna Mooney and Mary Aikman. Let's make new friends. This week, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, to be honest, which is summer camp. I was a serial summer camp goer. Really? I did it from fifth grade to... My last year as a counselor was the summer of my freshman year of college. So... Oh my gosh. Pretty much every year. I think I missed like one year doing that. So... What types of summer camps are you talking about? Are you talking about like the sleepaway type or like just like your parents need to get rid of you during the summer sort of thing? Well, mine was a sleepaway camp, but it wasn't like a three month long sleepaway camp, which a lot of... I actually had friends that did that. But mine was a <laughs> a Christian summer camp, mm. and it was just a week long. When we were younger, it was just the one week. But then once I became a counselor, we would do all the weeks. So that's like all my really good memories are from that time mm. of when I was a camp counselor. Yeah. That was a great time. But what about you? Well, actually um – I think you'll be a little surprised to hear that my only sleepaway camp experience was at a Christian camp as well. Oh. So I'm, I'm, it's definitely like not on brand for me. But um, yeah, I did have a lot of fun. I went two years in a row and um, I think I went like the summer between seventh and eighth grade and then eighth grade summer something like that and oh my gosh it was so much fun I think the main thing that I really enjoyed wasn't like the themes of the camp because Mary (laughs) you know me like that's not my jam (laughs) so it was more like I'd never been in um like a sleepaway camp situation because I've been to like gymnastics camp and musical theater camp and stuff like that and to be basically like removed from all my surroundings was totally like new to me and very exciting well I agree I also wasn't like too thrilled about I mean I like you know religion and Christianity and all that um side story but I didn't go to camp for that um I don't I think our parents sent us to camp for that but we went (laughs) because we wanted to be with friends and make friends and do all the fun stuff like kayaking and swimming quick interjection I wasn't sent to camp by my parents at all. My parents aren't like that. But um, one of my friends was going and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. I'm going to go too. So I just tagged along. Yeah. And we definitely had people at our camp that was that was the same. It was like they weren't part of a church or anything, but their friends brought them along and then mm-hmm. they would come back year after year. But I think like for from your experience, probably that the idea of camp, of sleepaway camp is sort of instilled in like the American idea like dream it's like you send your kids off to camp for the summer and they have all they live in cabins and it's like they go on hikes I mean the parent trap was like what sold me on it I was like yep I'm gonna go I'm gonna paint my nails blue and I'm gonna win a poker match and this girl's gonna have to jump in the lake naked we're gonna steal her clothes it's gonna be a great time honestly so no that's good that you brought that up because I was like I'm I was trying to think what what is the thing that actually made it a big deal and I think it was definitely the parent trap and then you do you also remember that tv show that used to come on like disney it was like uh bug juice bug juice yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh i loved bug juice and it was like drama yeah because it just like <laughs> makes you see it as like 
a reality show right. sort of situation and you get to know all these people and you're like, I want those crazy, hot-headed reactions to uh, the person I'm interested in kissing someone else and or you, whatever, you know? It's crazy. Right. So for you, do you talk to any friends from camp still hell no hell no i don't think i know it's gonna be a hard pass yeah this is like a recurring theme with like (laughs) my past friendships it's like once they're done it's done like you're dead to me (laughs) not that any of those friendships ended poorly or anything it was just like um like with the sleepaway camp situation um the first year I everyone was really cool and I didn't feel like I was like a part of it and so I went back the second year and it was I was a little more a part of it because obviously like you know where you are in terms of like the camp itself but um I didn't like stay friends with anybody because I don't think anyone really added each other on my space at the time so yeah everything just kind of existed in a bubble for that for me, it's a little different. I definitely stay in contact with some people. I'm not like best friends with anybody anymore, but I'm still in contact with at least a couple of people because for you, it was a shorter amount of time. Like you said, you only did it, what, two years? Yeah. Yeah. And I did mine obviously over like a span of 10 years <laughs> almost. Mm-hmm. So those friendships tend to stay a little bit longer when you have something like that. But the girl that brought you to camp, do you... Like, are you still friends then, these people on Facebook or anything? Or is it just, like, completely, it's so separated from your life now that it's just... Definitely the second one. I mean, the girl that I was friends with, that I went to camp with, um, that friendship ended terribly. It was a really bad friendship. Oh, okay. Basically, if I remember correctly, back in, like, 8th, ninth grade, like, when it actually fully ended, um, basically, she was just, like such a liar all the time and like come to my christian camp (laughs) well i i don't even think that she was christian i think it was like her mom wanted her to do it or maybe she found it because it was like um orlando teen camp so it wasn't like christ church camp or something like that it was just like a camp for teens that is very much about religion um (laughs) but one of the things that happened over camp that was really fucked up is like I can't remember if this was after our first time or a second time going um but we went to camp and we uh shared a bunk bed and it was like in this big concrete hall room thingy that has a like a communal shower bathroom thing so it's just like you know in Madeline how it's like they all have the beds just in a row yeah. it's like that but with bunk beds and we shared a bunk bed and um I remember distinctly that she, like, didn't shower for a week. Like, she just didn't shower. And this is the type of camp where you're doing three-legged races. You're, like, bobbing for marshmallows in, like, a chocolate pool. You're doing tug-of-war over a right. mud pit. That sort of thing. And, like, it, she just – she didn't shower. Like, I don't know why, but she didn't. And um, she definitely was smelly, okay? But I, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm a nice person. I'm not going to say anything because, you know – Maybe she had her reasons. But we got back to uh, school, I guess, in the fall. And she told everyone that I didn't shower. (gasps) Isn't that messed up? (laughs) What? I know. Like, 
I, maybe she was just trying to get ahead of me, like, in case I was going to use that against her. Right, right. But why would she think that? Like, obviously, she has something, like, she had a big insecurity if she thought that you were going to go and tell people that. I know. Girl, just take a shower and you don't have to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God, it was crazy. And then it was, like, this whole thing where people didn't know who to believe obviously because like no one else was there but us right it was in a different part of the state <laughs> so uh so yeah that's why that's one of the main reasons why i'm not friends with this girl is because she just lied about everything so yeah um <laughs> i'm not really friends with anyone else from any other like camps i went to <laughs> okay did you go to any other camps or was that the main one that you participated in? Yeah, so I've been to uh, like gymnastics camp. I've been to cheer camp. I've been to musical theater camp. I loved musical theater camp. It was my favorite um, because it was just like so, f- so much fun. Um, and the people were really cool, but also like super dorky, you know, because yeah. it was like um, I started musical theater camp in fifth grade and that was awesome. But yeah, I'm not friends with any of those people. Uh, I definitely became friends with them after musical theater camp because then we ended up uh, going to like the same middle schools and stuff or like I'd see them. Right. And it was like, oh, my God, we went to camp together. This is crazy. I went to a thing called Adventure Camp, which was, I think, sponsored by the Y or something. And essentially, it was, I think we did it for, like, two weeks during the summer where we would go to camp. It wasn't a sleepover um, camp. It was, like, you went to camp at 9 a.m. and then you, like, did something during the day and your parents would pick you up, like, later. Yeah. Um, But ours was, like, specifically uh, designed around going to places. So, like, going to... Um, like museums or going to like water parks or like all this stuff. And I don't remember anyone from these camps because it's like <laughs> I only did it once. But in high mm-hmm. school, I realized I had some people that I'm re- really still good friends with. Um, we all realized that we all went to advent- adventure camp at the same time and that we probably oh like God. met each other because this was in middle school. So it was before I would have like met any of these people in high school. And we all realized that we were there like at the same time. We we're like, who was your counselor? Oh, that was who my counselor was. And like, oh, my God, bonding. And I think that's funny how you can go through these really temporary time periods where it's like so much fun and you feel like you're making friends and then you just like go away from those people and you never talk to them again. And then it comes back together years later. That's crazy. But that's also what happens when you live in a relatively small city. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because then you just bump into those people constantly. Um, I also also went to band camp. Oh... (laughs) But I, I wasn't in band. I was in color guard. So it was like. But all the band guys want to get with the color guard girls, right? That's how. I mean, my first boyfriend was in band. So, but that was, that's another story. Was, was band camp exactly how they said it is? Uh, I don't, I don't really know what you mean by that. I think band camp's supposed to be like hypersexualized. Um, I don't know. I'm, it, what, there's some movie that like made it like that. Like American. Well, yeah, American Pie, I think. But I think any summer camp that takes place in high school is going to be sexually charged. Yeah, like, come on. True. Even Christian camp. Yeah, but uh, band camp was really tough, though, because in like band, marching band, you've got so much um, athletic stuff to work on right. over the summer so that you're like ready to go for 
football season and like all of that. So and being in Color Guard, it was even more of that crap. So but I had so much fun and I got a lot of weird tan lines from like being out in the sun in the Florida heat for like a whole month. Yeah. With like kind of like weird strappy leotards on yes yes it was awful it was so bad but it was fun something i need to mention about my experience with camp so my camp's called day spring and what it was was a episcopal it was at the episcopal conference center called day spring and not only was i participating in summer camp every year but also in like camps throughout the school year so Mm -hmm. we would have these this started in middle school and high school we would have these camps called new beginnings and happening and they're both like revival weekends like you go and it's like you're supposed to like really connect with jesus and blah 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 and all the kids that went to summer camp would also go to these mini weekends or mini summer camps um so Mm -hmm. that really helped develop those relationships because I wasn't just seeing them once a year. I ended up actually seeing them around four times a year, um, depending on if we were on staff, we had like meetings prior to the weekends and all that stuff. So that really, and through those, you actually met a lot of other people because a lot of kids weren't able to afford to do the full week of camp, but they were able to Mm -hmm. afford to go to the weekends. And so you would meet more people and try to get them to come to summer camp. You're like, you have to come to summer camp. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And then those relationships have still proceeded on because a lot of people have gone off to university and come back and they're still really involved in their churches. And the Mm -hmm. churches in a diocese all work together because they're all under like one umbrella bishop and all of this, you know, structural stuff. So you end up seeing people at like events around and you're all still engaged in like your church life and all that. So I think what camp did, particularly for the diocese, was it really helped form like a group, a youth that would then proceed on to be involved in like their churches and on a diocesan level later on when they're older. Mm. And this is stuff we'll, we'll probably get into this later after the break, more about like the research and like psychology around like uh, making friends at camp and what structure at camp helps these friendships form. Um, so do you have any last thoughts about like any any well, crazy stories you want to drop before we go oh boy wow that's a mammoth task well one thing that I think just needs to be said about me as like a a kid or like teen or whatever is like I love mischief I'm all about (laughs) scandal (laughs) it's my number one like favorite thing so like any anything that people shouldn't be doing I love being a part of and (laughs) and so like any of, like, the, the pranks that were pull, pulled, I love to be, like, clued in on those because I love getting away with things that, you know, you shouldn't. Like, I think at the um, the sleepaway camp I went to, the boys' dorm was, like, on the other side of the camp at, than the girls' dorm. And in the middle of the night, all of the girls, like, ran out and, like, I think maybe TP'd or silly stringed their um their place and like ran back and you weren't supposed to be out past a certain time so it was like oh my gosh we're gonna get in trouble this is so crazy so that was fun it was a fun little bonding experience with all of the people that I never kept in touch with (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I do think that summer camp is a great opportunity to practice friendship building methods yeah and i think that if 
if anyone, any kids or anything are debating whether or not to go to summer camp, I think you totally should because, you know, you don't have to worry too much about looking like a fool because you'll go home at the end of the week or month or whatever and it won't matter. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. And we'll get more into that after the break. Hey guys, it's Sienna here. Just wanted to pop in and see how you guys are doing so far with episode four. But before I forget, I do have some updates, so let's just get right into it. As you guys know, we still don't pay for advertising, so if you're a fan of the podcast and you're liking the content we're putting out, one way that you can help spread the good, good word is just by letting people know that you're a fan of this podcast. So like telling your friends, your family, your coworkers, maybe the cashier at the grocery store, maybe even your mailman, just letting them know how great you think Make New Friends is. And that lets people know that you're a fan of the podcast and you dig it. And honestly, what better way to support the podcast? Am I right? Another way that you guys can help show your support for the podcast and actually help other people find the podcast a little easier is by dropping us a review on iTunes. And you guys have been so great so far leaving us reviews and we love reading them. So let's let's keep it coming. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it really helps us out. It helps more people find out about the podcast and it lets us know that you guys are enjoying it. So we really appreciate it. Up on the blog this week, we have a blog post by Helena Kumpf who is actually one of Mary's summer camp friends. And Helena's written a really great blog post all about friendship made during summer camp. And she's managed to make a great comparison between friendship and crockpots. So definitely one to check out. By the way, just a little friendly reminder, we're always looking for new guest bloggers for the blog. So if that's something you're interested in, or if you just want to get more involved with the podcast, make sure to head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com and you can learn how to get involved and submit a story because we want to hear from you guys so much and we really enjoy making this more of a community sort of thing. And one final note, around halfway through the season, around episode 12, Mary and I will be taking a little bit of a break from our scheduled content. We're going to be doing, I think, some live shows, Q&As, and we're going to be answering some advice. So if you have any questions or if you are in need of some friend advice, make sure to uh, send us an email, makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet to us or drop us a message on Facebook at newfriendspod. Um, or you could even just contact us on the website. We're available, guys, and we want to hear from you. So that's that's it. That's all. Um, the next episode of Make New Friends will be out on July 5th. Okay, that's it. Back to the episode. Welcome back. So we're going to talk a little bit about the research behind summer camp and just what some professional summer camp people think about <laughs> the friendships formed there. Is that is that a thing, being like a professional summer camper? <laughs> no, I really think it is because they have the, a lot of this research comes from the American Camp Association. Oh. So there's got to be people that run that, you know. Mm. Some people love camp way too much, and then they become... Mary, that could be a new career path for you. Honestly, when I was in high school, I was like, this is something that I would do. Mm. (laughs) But not anymore. (laughs) So, Cece, Mm -hmm. or Sienna, whoever you are, (laughs) why is it easy to make friends at summer camp? Why do you think? Uh... Probably because the the bar is set so low, like you, you nobody knows anybody 
unless of course you know they have the people that come back year after year so they know everybody but you know at some point all of those people will be gone so it's like you'll have a fresh crop you know and I feel like uh year after year you have the new people coming so I feel like um it's just like easier because you don't have to worry as much and you don't have to try as hard because you're not the only person who doesn't have friends or that feels this the way you might feel right there's always a new person i will have to say that i was one of those people that came back year after year (laughs) and at my camp it was definitely a little clicky did Mm. you experience clicks Yes. And because my camp was uh, the the teen camp that I went to, it was split up into teams. So uh, it was very competitive. My team won, uh, just for the record. Um, But it's difficult when it is split up into teams because you feel very close with your team. But you can tell that like the camp counselors kind of have like their favorite teams, especially if if one team is full of the people that uh, like that have been going to camp together for years and years right right i mean as a camp counselor i will say that there was definitely favorites and it's usually the people that you know yeah like you've known for years or you've like been their camp counselor for like three years and you've seen them grow and like they started as an elementary schooler and now they're like in the middle of middle school and Mm -hmm. like all this stuff but we we had cabins and so each cabin had two counselors and then two junior um counselors or counselors in training cits and that was how the cliques sort of formed at our camp was that you would end up being in the same cabin as everyone or a certain person every year Mm -hmm. or like you just made friends with your the people you're nearest around you're around and you were like sleeping in the same place with you know Mm -hmm. for an extended amount of time and i think and that's something that people, the, some research has cited is that being with someone like a full course of a day really changes how you interact with them rather than someone you would only see from, say, 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. at school. Hmm. You're getting like a whole different understanding of them. And this is, I think, something that goes when you live with someone as well. You see a different side of them right. than if you see them just in class or like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you get to see how how they act in like a normal environment. Another interesting research detail that I came upon was the fact that when children go to camp or when people go to camp, they feel like all of their constraints are released and so they can be the person that they want to be or they feel like they can act out in ways that they wouldn't normally. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about your friend who didn't want to take a shower <laughs> all week, this is probably something that she she thought, oh, my parents aren't around. Like, nobody here knows me except Sienna. Like, I can be crazy and do what I want to do. <laughs> and there was a really good quote from the – it was from a article from the Parents' Guide I think it was parentsguide.com, but it was written by someone from the American Camp Association. And it said, at camp, children have the freedom to be themselves without the pressure of school or the constraints of who they may be at home. When children go to school with the same children each year, they may be categorized as the shy or the studious child. Camp allows children to reinvent themselves and to be who they want to be in a positive, supportive environment. The shy kid may become the outgoing child, and the child who may not be the athletic kid at home can become the entrenched, the one entrenched in sports at camp, which I thought was like... That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty encapsulating of the idea of uh, children becoming a different person when they come to camp. Oh my god, that kind I feel like that totally encapsulates like 
why I really enjoyed going to camp, like not even just sleepaway camp, but also like cheerleading camp and gymnastics camp and musical theater camp and band camp because like I'm, I don't feel like I've ever been like the sporty person, but I just, I really enjoy like competitive activities. And I think that um, summer camp is just like the perfect place to do that sort of stuff because it's 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 a short-term commitment as well and it's like so much fun so that's really cool i definitely think that's uh oh that's accurate yeah (laughs) we had this day called wacky wednesday and that was the day that we had like all the relay races and stuff oh i love relay races (laughs) when i was a counselor i would get so competitive i would like talk to my camp campers and be like all right we're gonna do this and we're gonna do it this way (laughs) and get so like oh my gosh i was also the bad cop so like i said there was two counselors in each cabin i was always the bad cop and whoever i was with was the good cop (laughs) so say it was like time for the campers to go to bed um i would be the one who was like everyone we're lights out are in five minutes you better get in that bed and i don't want to hear a peep out of you oh my god and then there was this one time when a girl sat up in her bed and was like, do you like making little girls cry? What? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Ma. She wasn't crying. She was just being like Bratty. a brat. Because <laughs> she, she, was, she was a camper that we've had we had for a long time so i like knew her and i knew like what she was trying to do i was like Mm-mm, lay back down i'm pretty sure i said lay back down <laughs> oh my gosh wow i mean that's i liked to enforce the rules yeah i i think it's a lot easier to be the bad cop than the good cop because like <laughs> if you're dealing with kids especially like sometimes you just don't care <laughs> you don't care what they feel so yeah hmm. something i remembered is that we talked a little bit about this last um week where we i talked about my experience being bullied like in elementary school Mm -hmm. later on so when I started camp it was right around that time when I was being bullied at school and so camp really helped me I think it really helped me out of a place that wasn't like healthy like mentally Mm -hmm. because I was making these friends I was making friends with people who weren't judging me who were in a supportive Christian environment that was supposed you know it's loving and like nurturing and like does not tolerate that kind of stuff um like the counselors wouldn't if there was any hint of that the counselors would have shut it down like Mm -hmm. immediately you know um so camp really helped me and those people throughout middle school and high school the people who I met at camp because we're all from the same area of Florida it was easy to meet up and all that after camp once we were old enough to like drive and all that so it really helped me like form a friendship friendship group that I felt comfortable with Mm -hmm. and was able to kind of like put to the side all the bullying and harshness that was going on you know yeah in my like in my formative years (laughs) yeah I feel like um in my experience with summer camp I don't feel like I noticed many people getting bullied so I feel like it is a very uh like freeing time and i feel like because you know everyone is on the same level um it's pretty even you know even if someone is like having like a rough day i feel like i saw more people being like hey it's okay than being like oh yeah cry about it you know right so another citation little (laughs) quote here that i liked a lot was camp is also a place with strong traditions and rituals sharing in these as a community allows for friendships to grow so that's like Mm. a pretty straightforward reason um and you have those in other aspects of your life Mm -hmm. but i feel because 
you know, and a tradition that you have it in middle school is a tradition that another middle school, like, miles away also shares in, probably. Mm-hmm. But when you're at camp, it's such a secluded environment that you feel, okay, this tradition is our tradition. And nobody else out there is experiencing it. So it makes, like, a, it forms a bond stronger because you mm-hmm. have this thing that you share. Did you have any traditions at your camp? Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, in gymnastics camp, it was, like, pretty standard that you'd start the, like, the way that it went is, like, you'd start the day by, like, um, running around and, like, stretching for, like, five minutes and then um, play games. And then at lunch, we'd go to, like, the ballet room that was in the gym, uh, the gymnasium, and we'd have lunch in the ballet room and, um we'd all like sit in a circle with our food. So yeah, I feel like that was kind of like the tradition. Um, And as for like summer camp, I mean, because obviously that's a little more like institutionalized because like it's set out for a week. Everyone is in the same place. Um, So like you go and you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. And uh, you... Uh, have certain activities that like the whole camp does together like the relay races or like tug of war or like um there was this one thing where it's it's definitely like a team building thing where each team has like a wood pallet and you have to fit everyone onto it and obviously Mm. if you have like 10 or 15 people and it was like you had a a big team and a small team that were paired together and so you had to fit like 30 people onto this wood pallet so it was like oh, let's come together, guys. We can do this sort of thing. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I definitely think that um, having those rituals really reinforces those bonds. And it also goes back to, um, I think, the first episode about making friends and um, how when you build a friendship, having those rituals makes it more real. And you see those people constantly and it, it reinforces that like... That bond you share. Right. Our rituals were definitely things like, so because it was a Christian camp, we sang a lot of like worship songs mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we found out later, like in high school that, oh, of course, everyone knows these songs. These are like popular contemporary Christian songs, but every state around the U.S., whatever, had their own way of like making the songs fun and like mm. different chants or like claps that you would do in the middle. Oh, or, like, yeah. Motions. Yeah. And so those are things that we like you would have to teach something that you become like the teacher to other campers you have to teach the new kids how to do all the cool new yeah. all the cool <laughs> you know claps in the middle like the the John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt one did you have that one no no oh my gosh i don't know that one i don't think oh uh, well that was i guess that was like a ritual that my camp had the the christian camp i went to because they and i think they did like a talent show um every year too so it was like yeah we did that okay so it's like a, a typical camp thing to have a talent show <laughs> But um, so like for the first year, I went and like didn't know any of the songs. I didn't know any of the like, I don't know, dances or hand claps or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But then the second year, it was like, oh, I got this. I know this already. I can help out the people who don't know. So. Right, right. One of the ones you guys probably had the Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Oh, baby, let my people go. Huh. Probably. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> so, like, the different things, like, clapping in the middle or going, huh, like, that's stuff that you would have to teach someone. Yeah. And. Oh, oh, my gosh. 
I just thought of something that I learned at camp that was like <laughs> totally specific to camp. So at lunch, after everyone finished their food, everyone still had their plastic water cups. And um, basically everyone did the like cup song, except without the cup song, because it was before then. And so yeah. <laughs> that's how I learned that. But you'd like pass it. And so it was like the whole table would be doing it, like 12 people. Right, right. We did that too. <laughs> But then then they, like, outlawed it because... It's so loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At our camp, it was, like, a conference center, so we would share it. If we were eating, we normally had one half of the dining room, and then the other half was for, like, other camps or, like, community groups that were mm-hmm. at the conference center for that weekend. And we had this guy named Barney who would come in, and he, he – it was always the night of the talent show. It was, like, a dance, a talent show, and Barney would come in, and we would do these – all these crazy, like, circle group dances. You know, like, everyone stands in a circle, and then, like, there's someone in the middle. Oh, right. And he always had these drums, and there was a song called Chili Chili <laughs> that everyone loved, and, like, you would have to touch the ground and turn around and, like, all this fun stuff. Oh, wow. And that's something that Barney, like, he went and did other groups and stuff, but every year he was at camp and it was very, that was a very day spring thing was Barney is ours, Barney, this is stuff that people around the country don't know because it's a Barney thing, you know? Oh, camp, (laughs) I miss it. So something that you mentioned that brought on another research bit was team building exercises. So... With team building, you don't do that at school. Like, I've never done a team building exercise in a school setting. I think the only time I've, like, done that in school is, like, within the first day or two of the school year when, you know, all of your classes are new um, and maybe it's just, like, icebreakers, like, oh, you're paired up with someone and you have to say, like, three things you learned about them, that sort of thing. But um, definitely not (laughs) the sort of stuff where you have to stack 30 people onto a wood pallet so right right well the quote that i pulled about it well first is about camp counselors because camp counselors become the you know the primary force Mm -hmm. and this says camp counselors unlike teachers view their primary role as one of facilitating friendships and positive experiences so they're not like there to teach things they're there to help the kids like have a good time Mm -hmm. and make sure everything like stays kosher and and nice and that people are just friends and that you know a teacher doesn't care if a friend well they should care but in a lot of instances they don't care if that one friend or that one person doesn't like that one person you know Mm -hmm. but in a camp setting because it's usually a smaller setting and because like usually a camp has a theme and the theme is around like friendship or loving or like umbutu do you know what umbutu is uh no it's a swahili word for like everything or like something like that you know we that's one year we always have these weird like social justice (laughs) (laughs) themes at our our christian camp but anyway (laughs) tangent the other quote is it's from a research paper from california state university fresno um and it's about how camp builds social skills and it's it was a master's thesis so it is like basic research um it probably has been built upon by this point but a quote from that says sessions include exercises in communication leadership and team building during which counselors are trained to lead icebreakers to help campers get to know each other and connect and that was the quote that i pulled in like oh yeah 
team building is like a huge part of my camp experience. Yeah. And I've never experienced team building anywhere else but at camp. Mm. And I really think that that team building, it not only gets you talking to people you might not normally talk to, say, if you're more of like a click environment, but it also makes you see the the skills and like the positive things about other people that you might not know like oh this person is a leader oh wow this person's really flexible they could get themselves on the board with everybody else yeah definitely (laughs) stuff like that yeah i think that um and also another thing about just summer camp in general um and i feel like especially uh sleepaway camps um a lot of the time they they don't allow you to like have your phone or anything like that and so you're kind of isolated from your normal life yeah which forces you to get to know the people around you and the people that you're spending like a week or two with um and even when i was at like the day camp situations it was still very like isolated like in musical theater camp you were focused on like learning the um learning the song of the day or uh being a part of the improv that they're doing um and for cheer camp it was learning the cheers and like all of that you're always doing something right you're very busy you don't have like down period to be like oh let's see what's on facebook today yeah um you're just you're always activated and i think that also helps in in building the friendships yeah in that you're you're always probably always working in a team Mm -hmm. i can barely think of any camp experience that it was a solitary experience except for like prayer right (laughs) and even then prayer was like let's get in a group and like pray for each other (laughs) sort of thing (laughs) you found a way to make it like inclusive Right, exactly. My experience in particular, and I think this is probably true for a lot of Christian camps, is that there was always one day that was like a super emotional day. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, it was like the day that you really connected with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that those kinds of emotional experiences bring people together, like in no way that you would ever think because all of a sudden, again, you're learning new things about people. So all of a sudden you learn that this girl's mom has cancer or mm. like this person's battling with depression and you learn things beyond what you would expect to learn from about someone in like a week period of time. Yeah. It crystallizes friendships essentially. Yeah. Makes them rock hard <laughs> to last through the ages. Except if you're Cece. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, excuse me, uh, where are my rock hard friendships? That is a <laughs> phrase I shouldn't have said. <laughs> rock hard friendships. To be fair, a lot of these friendships over the years, like now that I'm like an adult, Mm -hmm. a lot of them I don't, I don't speak with like often. There was these four girls. One of them was my cousin who like no matter where we are, like they could be my go-to people. Like one of us is at home here. One of us is in New York. One of us is in Philadelphia and one of us is in Gainesville. And like we're all over the world, but we're always like... We're always aware of each other, and no matter what happens, we're always there for each other, which I think is, like, camp. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. You're such a, like, a camp binge, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's me. Just write that on my tombstone, please. Mary Aikman, camp binge. Yeah. We (laughs) used to joke about, like, Jackie, who actually just recently got married, um, I remember one time we were talking on AIM and she we were talking about our weddings that we would have at Dayspring. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, well, because there's like a little chapel. There's a little chapel on on the campus. So we're like, okay, we're gonna get married in the Day Spring Chapel. Oh and my god! Like real camp benches. And now Jackie's like, would never do that in a thousand years. I don't think that's so funny. <laughs> Jeez, Jackie, let me know if you're listening to this. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Oh, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I'm really curious to to know if anyone else feels so strongly ab- about summer camp, either like f- pro or like against. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not against it. I really enjoyed like uh, doing those activities. And I feel like I learned so many skills, especially like the in musical theater camp and cheer camp and band camp and everything. Um, and I think it's like a really valuable time to spend like essentially like bettering yourself in any way that you want like you can agreed you could spend like all of camp just in the art room or whatever working on your art you don't have to do anything else like if that's what you want to do you know but I do think that um it's a really peculiar time to make friends because it's like it's like you're in a bubble and you're in a very unique situation and moment with all these potential strangers or people you don't know very well um and they're feeling a little like nervous sometimes and I think that you should just go for it just like make friends just try it like if you're at summer camp right now (laughs) listening to this podcast (laughs) like pull off your headphones and be like I am gonna make a friend today and just go up and be weird and I'm sure someone will take your bait right and uh, another thing about camp in general is that it's usually a very diverse group of people oh yeah so I think there always will be someone out there who you can connect with um whether that means like the boy in two cabins down or the girl who sleeps under you yeah like it's just you gotta try and I wouldn't trade my camp years for the world (laughs) something we used to say at camp was this is the real world everybody else just hasn't caught on yet um, but it really oh exemplified <laughs> how how we were in a bubble. It's yeah. that like this experience that you're having, you're going to leave and it's going to be well, we were trying to relate it to both the experience you were having, but also the fact that like Jesus is all around. And once you go out in the real world, Jesus is no longer all around. Oh, my gosh. But also the fact that like what you're experiencing this is what the world should be. And when you go out, you're going to try to bring what you've learned out into the real world and like make friendships from that or, or, you know, share the word of God or just be outgoing or, or now you know how to swim because you learned from a counselor or anything, you know, like that. Yeah. Or, or now you know how to fish or kayak or some weird summer camp activity you did. Kayaking was my favorite. Oh, I won a kayaking race at summer camp. So what? I know. Was it? Does the were you the back or the front or was it just you? Uh, I was at the back, so oh, okay. You know, you were the 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 strength is in the back, right? And then the front steers. I think that's how it is. Yeah, but I actually live around five minutes away from Dayspring now. Oh my god! So if I ever have like a a, a a moment of oh I miss camp, I could just ride my bike over there and like sit oh, out on nice. the dock or like ride through all the pretty. It's very. It's very South Florida looking. Yeah. It's like lots of oak trees with Spanish moss mm-hmm. and the cabins. And that was like my camp experience for sure. Like uh, it was very, it was like 
unreal because like i i traveled up from south florida where it's like very flat and just like dirt and nothing else and then like like the beach really close um and so going up to orlando for teen camp was just like so beautiful in comparison (laughs) so cool and that's it so thank you for listening to make new friends do you have a story about friendship you'd like to share Email us at makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at newfriendspod on Facebook at facebook.com slash newfriendspod. Special thanks to our producer, Alex Babworth, and music by Max Wallace. For show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com and we'll see you next week.